This message is presented to you by Pastor David Lambert and Exceed Life Church in Virginia Beach, Virginia. For more information, visit ExceedLifeChurch.org. Well, praise God. This is Healing Sunday. Amen. And actually, to tell you the truth, every time you're under the Word, you are receiving healing. You are receiving some type of deliverance or some type of healing because uh, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So today I want to talk to you about uh, healing through the Word of God. And um, I, I got this title because I was talking to a Christian the other day. And this guy seemed like he's, you know, he's a Christian. I don't know what church he, yeah, I do know what church he attends, but I won't say it. And, um, but uh, he was talking to me how um, he was a little nervous about the coronavirus. And at times he was wearing a mask and being in fear. And I just started quoting scriptures to him about how we have divine protection. And I mentioned Psalms 91. Has anybody ever heard of Psalms 91? Let's turn to Psalms 91 this morning. And because I'm going to say this, there's healing in the Word of God. And, but you've got to know what the Word of God says. You need to be reading the Word of God. You need to be listening to the, we need to be listening to the Word of God. So if you, if you have your Bible and it's just the family Bible on the coffee table to look really good when the minister comes in, amen, that's, that's, you, need, you don't need the, the Bible on the coffee, you need it in your heart. Amen. So let's look at Psalms 91. And so I was talking to him and I started, you know, confessing some word. And of course, I'm a preacher, so I should know a little bit of the word. Amen. And but not only that, just because I'm a preacher and I know a little bit of word as Christians, you should know the word. Amen. You should know a little bit about the word. In other words, you should know the promises of God's word in the Bible. Um, anybody uh, out here have a job? Amen. Amen. Some of you work, right? And, and sometimes when you are uh, hired, they will give you a manual on the benefits that you receive, your, you know, the fringe benefits or the things that, that you can take advantage of, uh, the blessings of your job. Sometimes they'll give you two weeks. Now, now you know, uh, two weeks of paid leave, you know, for vacation leave. Some people say, I don't have that, Pastor. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I'm looking at my friend Thomas here. I don't know if he does, has two weeks paid. No, he doesn't. Okay, we'll continue. <laughs> we need to talk to your boss. But um, anyway, but uh, you need to learn to, 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 you have to study, you know, that little manual book. And that, and that book that, the, that your employer gives you uh, helps you to take advantage of the, of the benefits of, uh, you know, your job. And, you know, the Bible talks about in Psalms 103, let us not forget the benefits. Can somebody say benefits of God's word? And we don't want to forget his benefits. And, uh, you know, I'm going to say this as Christians, uh, I I say we leak, but we also forget. We, We tend to forget God's word. And so God has to, you know, uh, you know, remind us. And he reminds us by us reading his word. And you just don't get it just the first time around. And so you have to read God's word and get it in you. See, see, there's healing in the word of God. Let's just look at Psalms 91 because I just because see, the word of God will produce faith. Faith 
will bring in the promises of God's word. Okay, what does fear do? <laughs> if you're operating in fear, it doesn't bring the promises. It, it, it keeps the promises from coming. In other words, fear is faith in the opposite. It's believing something. Amen. Faith is believing the word of God. Fear is believing something unknown might come against you and attack your life. But if you have faith, you're going to say no weapon formed against you shall prosper. You're, if you have faith, you're going to understand the word of God. See, listen, the word of God is powerful. If you look at the book of Genesis, I want to get to 91, but if you look at the book of Genesis, let's just look at the book of Genesis real quick. And in, in Genesis 1, uh, one person said, if you understand, if you can just understand the book of Genesis, you're entire, you, you understand the entire Bible. Because then you say, well, I never read the book of Genesis. You better get reading. Amen. And the book of Genesis is amazing. But just right at the very beginning in the book, it says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. I love that. And then it goes in to say, the earth was without form and void <clears throat> and darkness was on <clears throat> the face of the deep. Excuse me. Where's my water at? Yeah, I don't know what happened to my water. But anyway, and the earth was without form and void and darkness was on the face of the deep. Thank you. And... Um, and, uh, and the Spirit of God was uh, and the, uh, on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, let there be light, and there was light. And notice this, it says, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. And notice that the earth was without form and void, and darkness was over it. And then the Bible says, and God, uh, and God said... And so I'm not going to go into all of Genesis this morning. We are going to hit 90, Psalms 91. But through the course of this chapter, it, you, the, the writer, which is inspired by God. Do you know the Bible is inspired by God? Amen. The Bible, the, the, the word of God says it's inspired by God. Uh, holy men of old was moved by God. God moved on holy men of old to write the Bible. So the Bible is God's word speaking to us, but it's not. You see, some people think it's just uh, uh, words that men wrote, right, to create a religion. No, it's it's God's word, and it's inspired. You got to believe that. You got to believe that this is a holy word of God, and it's inspired by God. And so here he says, here the earth was without form, void, and darkness was over the face of the deep. That's amazing to me. And then God said, let there be light. So here, uh, uh, it's saying here that in your life, if there's any void or formlessness, or if there's any chaotic situations, by speaking the word, it can change those situations. Yes. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? Anything out of order can be put back in order by the word of God. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? By his word. Amen. By speaking his word. You may say, man, yeah. you want people to say, well, you just, all you do is quote the word of God. That's all you should be doing. Do you have an original thought? No. I do not have an original thought. All I do is, is, is regurgitate the word. That's what we do. 
we study the word of God out. We, we, we speak the word back to God. Amen. We speak the word to the devil. Amen. We speak the word to ourselves. That's the most important thing. Have you ever felt like God wasn't for you? Have you ever been dealing with any situations where you felt like that you were all alone or that you were by yourself? You know, in those times, I take uh, either scriptures and I will start confessing them or I will listen to worship music that will help me back to get back on track. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? One of my favorite songs is, is called The Blessing. Amen. The Blessing. And, uh, and it's based out of the Word of God. And in the song, it, uh, there's, a lyric, there's lyrics in there. And one of the lyrics says, I am for you. I am for you. And, and you know, I need to hear that God is for me. Because the devil and circumstances will tell you that God is against you. Isn't that right? And I got to have the, I, sometimes I'll listen to that song, I am for you. And all of a sudden, you know, I may not, may not, nothing may, ha, you know, I just may just feel nothing. But if I listen to it three or four times, and the fourth time I'm crying, God's for me. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? It may take four times. I, and then all of a sudden, the anointing and God starts moving on my heart. And all of a sudden I start getting choked up and I hear God telling me, I am for you. I am for you. And I said, God, you're for me. You're for me. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? And so you come into church today because you need to know that God is for you today. God's not against you. Circumstances might be against you. People at times might be against you. You know what I'm saying? But God is not against you. You got to believe that. You, you watching online, God is for you today. God is for you. And so I, 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 I listened to that song three times today. Why? Because sometimes I'm going through personal issues. Anybody go through personal issues in the house? Or is it just the past? Or you guys are always walking on water. You walk on water, right? There's no problems. You, you don't go through any dog days. You, are you, no, no. We, they're, they're, we're, we live in a world full of devils. I'm not talking about your relatives either, but we, we live in a world. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Somebody say, man, you don't know my relatives. They, my Lord, even the devil can take, take some cues from my relatives. Amen. And, uh, and so what am I saying? I'm just saying we just live in a crazy world. We need the word. And so here, uh, here it says that the world was formless and void. And some theologians believe that, that, the word, that God created everything good. We know that, and the Bible says he created everything good. But there was a time that before we were here, that, that Lucifer was here and he had a kingdom. And then when he tried to exalt his throne above God, God, you know, it was two hit fight. God hit the devil and the devil hit the ground, right? And, he, and Jesus beheld Satan fall like lightning that day. And some theologians believe that the earth was, 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 was perfect, and Lucifer had some kind of kingdom down here on this earth. This is side note, amen? Yeah. Amen, side note here. And that when, when Lucifer fell, it, it, it caused the whole world, he, the whole world got destroyed. It was, it was vacant, it was void, it was, darkness was over it. And then God came back, hovered over it, and spoke light over it again. And he recreated it. And it's sort of like us. 
because before we have God in our life, our life is chaotic and void of light. And so God hovers over us, right? And then somebody speaks the word to us and we receive the word and we become new creations in Christ. Isn't that awesome? That's amazing. That's amazing. And so you're eternal beings. And you are connected to God and God is connected to you. Amen. And then here it says here that God said, let there be light. And then he continues to go down and, he, and God said, let there be firmament in the midst. And God said, and so, you know, God creates by speaking words. God creates by speaking words. He creates by speaking things into existence. Isn't that amazing? But one thing with us, he didn't just speak us into existence. He formed us out of the dust of the ground. And then he breathed his life in us. And so you say, I got the life of God in me. I got a river of life flowing out of me. Amen. It makes the lame walk and the blind to see. Amen. <laughs> I've got a real life flowing out of me. Spring up a well. <laughs> Come on, people. You got a river of life. But you said you got up this morning like feeling like like nine miles of bad road, right? And you're like, God, and you looked in the mirror like God. You know, because gravity does a lot of terrible things to the human body. Is that right? That's why I have gravity boots. Amen. Make me a little taller. And, and hopefully bring things back up. Amen. So let's, let's look at Psalms 91. So what am I talking to you about? I'm talking, what's that? Wish we're thinking. Amen. They say your spine shrinks. Amen. I don't know about all that. I, amen. You may start off six foot and end up five, five. I don't know. But let, let's, let's look at Psalms 91 because I want, want to show you something in the word this morning that's pretty amazing. And the word of God is so powerful uh, you know, Jesus that was tempted in the wilderness, uh, when he was in his wilderness, you know, the devil came to him and said, uh, Jesus, if you be the son of God, you know, turn these stones into bread. And, uh, you know, he was challenging who Jesus was. The devil will always challenge who you are. And, uh, you know, we're nothing in ourselves, but we're something in God. And so when, when Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone to the devil, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God, what Jesus was saying is, what's more important than physical food is spiritual food. And spiritual food is the word of God. And that's more important, that's more important than breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And if we, I'm telling you, if we start getting up in the morning and have our spiritual breakfast, glory to God, before we launch out into the day, we're going to have more victories in our days. It's going to be more like heaven on earth. You believe that today? And so Psalms 91 is powerful. And it says here, because this is a divine protection psalm. And, and, and so you have to know your word. And uh, uh, it says here, he who dwells in a secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, he is my refuge, my fortress, 
My God in him will I trust. Amen. You know, it's so important that you trust in God. That you don't put your trust in people. Or don't put your trust at, you know, in your work or your job or your money. But, but, but your trust is in God. A lot of times we, we change, we don't put your trust in your spouse. Yes, you want to trust your spouse, but, but you, want to, you want to put your trust in God. Man can always fail you, but God will never fail you. Amen. Amen. And he says, surely he shall deliver you from the snare, snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. I love that. He shall cover you with his feathers under his wings. You shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. See, God's word is truth. It will be your shield and your buckler. What does that mean? It will hold up all your armor. In other words, God's word, when you believe God's word is true, it doesn't matter if it looks like you're going down. God's word says you're going up. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? So it doesn't matter what the circumstances looks like. God's word is true over the circumstances of life. You know, you know, people may say you're a loser, but God says you're more than a conqueror. Well, I'm not going to agree with losing people that tell me I'm a loser. Or circumstances that may be screaming out, you're losing. No, you're winning in God. And whatever the devil steals, he has to repay back sevenfold. Where do you get that from? Is that coming out of your head? No, it's coming out of the word. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? The devil has to repay back sevenfold or double for your trouble. Yes, Lord. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? We got to get serious with the word of God. We got to get serious about getting the word of God back in our life. We got to know that the word of God promises us life everlasting. And we have to keep standing on it. You know, the Bible says in John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. That word believe is an active verb. It means you have to keep believing. It means you keep believing. How do you keep believing? You keep confessing the promises of God's word. You, you, you keep testifying that God is, that Jesus is your savior. Are you listening to what I say? You keep testifying. Of, how do you overcome? By the blood of the lamb and the what? The word of your testimony. Well, if you keep rehearsing your monies, then all you're going to have is a test. Is this helping anybody? If you keep saying, oh, I can't do this because of that. No, there's no can't in the Bible. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. There's nothing that's impossible uh, uh, in God. All things are possible. You've got to believe that. You may say, well, I've been dealing with this sickness for many years, Pastor. I haven't seen anything change. It's changing today. It's changing today. You know, when Peter and John went, went to the temple... And that, that man was begging in, in Acts chapter 3 at the gate called Beautiful. And they were begging and Peter said, and John said, Silver and gold we have none, but what we do have we give unto thee. Rise and walk in the name of Jesus. And the Bible said that that man was lame for 40 years. Can somebody say suddenly? suddenly. 
See, you might be in church this morning and a suddenly might happen. In other words, you're in church and the word is going forth and a suddenly bops in. And pretty soon, glory to God, my back's not hurting anymore. Glory to God, my neck feels a lot better. Are you listening to what I'm saying, Jay? Glory, God's word is working. Yes. And so that man was 40 years uh, invalid, uh, sitting, you know, what, he was paralyzed. But the Bible said when, he, when, when Peter perceived he had faith, he said, rise and walk. He got up. He was leaping and jumping and dancing. And some of you say, well, I'll start leaping, jumping and dancing when I get healed. You might need to do it before you get healed. Amen. <laughs> what, Pastor? Yeah, you might want to preempt it. You may want to go ahead and start dancing the victory dance now. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? You you may need to start moving forward. Amen. And worshiping God now. Worship the Lord and start dancing and praising him, thanking him that not that you're going to get it, that you already have it. And you say, well, pastor, that doesn't sound right. I. You know, but that's what Jesus said. Jesus said, speak to the mountain. You know, he does. He does. He said, speak to the mountain, command that mountain to be removed and believe what you say. And it will come to pass. Believe that you have already received it. That's what Jesus said. You got to believe you already received it. Well, how do you do that? You put your faith in the now. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. You need to start speaking. I'm healthy. I'm whole. I'm sound. (laughs) I'm prospering. You got to start speaking something. A lot of people are speaking their circumstances. I I don't like when people say, when when I come up with somebody, well, well, how are you feeling today? Well, I may feel like garbage. (laughs) But I don't, you know, but I'm not going to go with what I feel. I'm going to go with what the word of God says. Yes, yes, you may feel like garbage. You may feel bad. But don't go with how you feel. I mean, don't go with your feelings. Don't let your tongue be hooked up to your feelings. Let your tongue be hooked up to the word, which is cause faith. But pastor, isn't that lying? No, yes, no, it's not lying when you're confessing the word of God. The Bible says, let every man be a liar and God's word be true. In other words, yes, circumstances, situations that we're dealing with are, are temporary. They have a span of life, and, and, and that span can only last as long as you keep coddling them. But if you don't coddle your problems, then that span has to die. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? Don't focus on your back pain. Don't focus. I deal with it every once in a while myself. I mean, I'm talking to myself this morning. <laughs> Can I talk to myself this morning? I, I had Yin give me a big hug today. I said, oh, my back's sore, Lord Jesus. You know, <laughs> you hear what I'm saying? <laughs> Yin gave me a good hug. And, you know, she gave me, because I need that, you know, hug. And then all of a sudden, that felt a lot better. Amen. And I said, where's the name of that chiropractor? But anyway, we'll continue. But uh, are you listening to what I'm talking to you about? Yes, even the pastor gets attacked with back pains. But start praying. Start believing. Start speaking some truth. Amen. And it says here, uh, you shall not be afraid of the terror by night nor the arrow that flies by day. 
nor by the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor the destruction that lays waste at noonday. Verse 6. 7. A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked. Because you made the Lord, who is my refuge, even the Most High, your dwelling place, no evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. If you want to promise, glory to God, to stand against disease, start standing on that word right now. No plague shall come near my dwelling. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? In other words, start confessing that on a day. No plague shall come near my dwelling. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. And are you hearing what I'm saying to you? This is God's word. This is inspired word of God. It's God breathed. Amen. In other words, listen, God's word is set up in such a way that angels have to hearken to it. Oh, you listen to what I'm saying? In other words, God created his word. Now he said, angels, this is my word. Just like God spoke that the, that the, uh, that the oceans could not go past a certain point onto the land. God said when he put his word in this Bible, he said, now angels, you hearken to this word. So God has an army of angels that does a lot of his work for him. They're his servants, his angels. God's angels, his army of angels work on God's behalf to get things done. Right? But, but they, they respond to God's word. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? That's why we have scriptures here. You know, that's why we have scriptures on prosperity. If you're weak in prosperity, get the scriptures on prosperity. Start confessing them every day. If you're weak on healing, get the healing scriptures and start confessing them every day. Uh, if, you're, if you're weak on who you are in Christ and you keep doubting your salvation, get who you are in Christ scriptures and start confessing them every day. And pretty soon, you will, man, you'll be so amazed uh, and your life will change. This one lady came to this one minister and said, you know, I've been, and, they, and this person been saved. They're baptized in the Holy Spirit. They could speak and t- they had giftings on their life. But they said, you know what? I just don't have my mojo anymore. Have you ever felt like you just don't have the mojo? Do you know what the mojo is? Does anybody know what mojo? You know, the gusto, you know, when you get up, yeah, devil, come on, I'm ready. You know, you, you're ready for anything. You know, come on, hit me with your best shot, fire away, right? Fire away. So are you listening to what I'm saying today? You, she, she came to the ministry and said, I just don't have the gusto. I don't even feel saved anymore. Sometimes you can feel like, hey, if you're not in the word, if you're not in worship, if you're not coming to church, you, you can start losing the whole sense that you're saved. And she said, what, what do I do? And he, he said, you're going by your feelings, but what you need to do is get all the IMs in the New Testament and start confessing those. And you start confessing all the IMs. I am a new creation in Christ. I, I am strong in the Lord and the power of his might. I, uh, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I'm, I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus. I, I'm more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? I mean, you may not really believe that on the inside, but if the devils believe it, they're going to leave you. In other words, you start commanding, the devil say, oh my gosh, they're quoting the word. They must really believe it. We're out. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? 
So you need to start confessing. And she started, she, she took the scriptures and started confessing it. And, and he, he came back, I think it was a month later. And she was so, she, her, uh, she, she was radiant. She was happy. She was smiling. She says, I got my mojo back. She didn't say it that way. But she said, but she got her joy back. She, 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 she got the joy of the Lord back in her life. Listen, there's nothing beyond what we can do in Christ. Listen, nobody's stuck. That's what I'm going to say this morning. You're not stuck in your disease. You're, you say, oh, I'm stuck. You're not stuck. The, de- the, the, the devil's stuck. You're not stuck. The, the word of God will unstuck you. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? The word of God will set you free. He, Hebrews, uh, uh, in Hebrews 4.12, I believe it's 4.12, uh, it says the word of God is sharper, more powerful than a locomotive, able to jump high buildings. No, that's Superman. But the word of God is similar. The word of God is sharper than two, any two-edged sword, the Bible says. I believe it's Hebrews 4.12, isn't it? And able to divide soul and spirit, marrow and bone, and judge the very intents of the heart. So the word of God is sharper than two, two edges. What does that mean? It'll cut off any negative thing off our life. It, 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 it'll, it'll do surgery on the negativities in our life. The word of God is powerful, sharper. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? And it will propel us into greatness. Do you believe that? It will deliver us. It will set us free. I know I'm doing a lot of preaching today. I'm trying to get you excited about the word of God. You got to, you, you know, uh, remember Daniel? Remember Daniel? He, he was praying to the Lord. And that's where we get that 21 day fast. Remember, and he was praying, and, and the, the first day, nothing. Crickets. The second day, nothing. Crickets. God, give me this revelation. The third day, nothing. The fourth day, nothing. Now, now you're on the 15th day. Most of us would say, I'm out. I'm done. What's for breakfast? He, he was fasting. He, he, was, he was seeking God. And, and, you know, the angel came to him. And the angel had to break through all these demonic things that were trying to keep that angel from getting that in. Do you know there's demonic forces trying to keep you back? Do you know the devil is against you this morning? Do you know the devil's trying to keep you from moving forward? From you getting healed? From you getting delivered? From you getting set free? The devil's trying to hold you back. And, and, and how does he do that? He's trying to put some circumstances there. And he's trying to get you to speak the circumstances. Ha, huh? there you go. Oh, I'm never going to get ahead. I'm never going to move forward. I'm never going to walk in my healing. And if he can get you talking like that, my Lord. Then, then, you know, you're going to have what you say. Right. Jesus said you will have what you say. But you can't allow the devil to get you talking like that. And so when Daniel was praying, the, the angel came and said, Oh, beloved Daniel, or, uh, highly favored of God, basically, I have come for your words. The angel said, I have come for your words. Now, are angels coming for your words or devils coming for... Are angels coming for your words or is devils enforcing the, the, the negative words that you're saying? 
Because you keep saying that all this and that and this. Well, the devil can oblige you. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? But no, you start speaking the word. See, I'm not just talking about speaking your own personal words. I'm talking about speaking God's word. I'm not talking about you just making a, a confession uh, you know, uh, and, and never make it in the negative. I, I'm not going to go broke. I'm not going to go broke. You do, that's not, that's not, no, that's not how you do it. I'm not going to get sick. I'm not, that's not how you do it. It's like the English teachers say, that's a double negative. That's a neg. that's bad, 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 bad. Never put a double negative out there. No, you don't say what you don't want. You say what you want. So never say, I'm not going to get cancer. You got it next week. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Like, because, because there's a negative. You're enforcing the negative. I'm not, I'm not going to go back. No, I'm going I'm to I'm, I'm walk in health, healing, holding. I'm not going. I am. Remember Jesus there, and he was in the garden, and he was praying, and he was praying to the Father, and, and, and finally he said, not my will, but thy will be done. And then the people came in uh, the, 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 to arrest him. Judas came and gave him the kiss of, of death, you know, kissed him. And then remember, they said, they, uh, Jesus said, who are you looking for? And, and, and they said, we're looking for Jesus. And, Jesus. and Jesus actually said, I am. And when he said, I am, they all fell back. Right? He said, I am. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? I am. And what, who, who is Jesus? Well, in, in John, the gospel of John chapter 1, he is the word made flesh that dwelt among us. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. God is the Word. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? So now, if you, now you may say, how do I get more God in me, Pastor? How, how can I walk in more like Jesus? Get more Word in you. Because more Word in you, we have more God in you. That's a revelation. You may say, well, well, you know, I'm going to say this. Your Bible is, is, is God speaking to you. The Word of God is God speaking to you. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? But you can speak back to God. Thank you, Lord. I'm redeemed. I'm saved. I'm delivered. I'm set free. I have it now. Glory to God. This year is going to be, not going, it is a year of miracles. This year is a year of financial miracles. This year is a year of, of miracle healings. This year is a, is a year of, of miracle deliverance. This year is a miracle, a year of miracle restorations. You've got to believe that. But you don't know what my circumstances are like. Change your circumstances. Speak to the dark things in, in, in those areas in your life, and it will change. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? Man, you can change it. Don't confess what you've got. Confess what you believe in God to give you. Start believing that. You're more than conquerors. God has already put it in his word. And all you have to do is stand on it and believe it. And the way you do it, you may not believe it the first time you say it. It may take you a couple times. 
Just like me listening to that song, you know, I'm for you. I'm for you. God, you're really for me. You know, God really reveals it to me. I'm like, oh, my God. It's nice when feelings work with faith. Do you know what I'm saying? It's nice to have feelings work with faith. Now, we don't go by feelings, but when you feel God, when you feel his presence, when you know God is talking, I'm telling you, nobody can steal that from you. Nobody can steal an experience of God from you. You know God. You know what he has done for you. You know how he has delivered you. You know how he has set you free. It's hard to talk to the skeptic and to tell them about God. You can give them a little bit of word or Jesus, what Jesus did. He was raised from the dead. But, and, but the skeptic can't get it unless they can feel it. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? I was talking to a skeptic the other day, and i got to close down. And I was talking to a skeptic. He's a doctor. And uh, I work out at the gym, and he's working out. And um, he's a doctor, and, but I know he's a skeptic. Just the words that he says. And, uh, and, he's, and he's a doctor that deals with, he deals with death all the time. He says he's probably, you know, he's, he's in the emergency room. And um, uh, he was actually the doctor that, that um, when my dad went to the hospital, he was the doctor that was connected that gave us the news that my dad, you know, had the aneurysm and they probably wouldn't come out of it. And so, so he's dealing with death all the time. And, and he, he just says, I just, you know, you live all your life and you just die. And, you know, and he says stuff like that. And I said, no, you just, no, there's life after death. There's a whole new life out there. And, and, and he said, and he said, well, and then he's trying to make sense of it. And he says, well, you know, maybe the way we live is that we live in the consciences of other people, the memories, how people think about us. And that's how we live on. He's saying stuff like this. I said, well, the Bible says we're a spirit. We live in a body and we possess a soul, you know, and that we that we live forever. And, I, and I'm telling him my, and he's telling me his his stuff. I'm telling him I'm not telling him my stuff. I'm telling him what the Bible says. It doesn't come out of my head. I was talking to one person about salvation. I said, what do you think about salvation? And I was working with him in insurance. He said, I said, what do you think is going to happen when you die? He said, well, I think you're going to float around. Where are you getting that stuff at? Oh, I just make it up. You know, people just get it from, they don't, I don't know where people get this stuff at. They don't get it from the Bible. Oh, you hear what I'm saying? Oh, you just float around, you know, like a spirit. You just float around in peace. You know, listen, if you're a Christian, you better live your life by this thing. If you're a Christian, you better live your life by the word of God. Because this word is what gets us into heaven. It's the word of God. You've got to live by this thing. There's a lot of erroneous teachings out there. There's a lot of teachings out there that people even you know, prescribe it from the Bible. But if it's not in the word, forget about it. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? And as we get that word of God in us and we start speaking the word of God. See, I don't, I don't tell you my opinion up here. Maybe every once in a while. But I don't... I don't give you, I, I try to give you everything with the words by God's perspective. Do you know what I'm saying? Do you, uh, God's perspective. Uh, you know, one of my prayers, sorry, I didn't mean it. I, I put my Bible one time on the ground. Somebody said, don't do that. You pick that Bible up, put it back on there. It's a book, right? It, it, it has words on it, but this thing right here is not really holy. 
It's the word that comes into your heart that's holy. Don't worship the book or your crucifix or oh, I got the crucifix. I'm protected. You better have the word of God. That's going to protect you. I wear a crucifix wherever I go because that protects me or whatever, whatever you might think. Amen. Uh, are you listening? No, you better get this. Get the word. Get in your heart and it will protect you. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? I want to encourage you today because some of you have been dealing and battling stuff, you know, and you can you can get out of your issue. The lady with the issue of blood that was dealing with it for 12 years, she said to herself, these were four keys. She said, if I just may touch the hem of Jesus's garment, I shall be made whole. Not maybe, not possibly, not I hope it works. No, she said, if I go and touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made well. I don't know where she got that from. I, she must have got it from the Spirit of God because she said, if I could just get to Jesus, if I could just get to the Word of God. And so she said, so she said it. Then she acted on what she said. See, it's not just saying it, you got to act on it. Not only did she say it, she, she disregarded how bad she felt and got out of the house. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Unless you, if you're a baby and coddle yourself, and say, I can't leave because I don't feel good. Uh, no, you've got to press through. You've got to get up. You've got to shake it off. You can't just let these things hold you down and trap you down. She, she could have said, well, you know, I'm just praying that Jesus will come to my house. Forget about it. You got, sometimes you've got to go after it. Amen. <laughs> sometimes you've got to go after God. Most of the time, it just doesn't drop off on you. You're going to have to press in. You've got to press in to get the, thing, to get the blessings of God. And she, and she acted upon her faith. And she, she pressed through in her weakened state. And she touched the hem of his garment. Amen. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? And so she received it. The third key is... She received her healing. She brought it into, she felt in her body as she was healed. And the Bible actually says this, that Jesus like said, who touched me? Like Jesus didn't even, he wasn't even the one that was initiating it. In other words, your faith can make you whole. In other words, you can partake of it. It's, I thought it was all on God. I, I hate that type of preaching. Well, God's going to bless you, do everything in your life great, and just don't do nothing. You know, you know, just sit there. It's just going to happen like osmosis. It's going to drop off. No, you're going to have to do something. You're going to have to read the Bible and uh, obey God. Have you ever noticed any miracle that Jesus did? Uh, he either spoke it into existence or he gave somebody direction on what to do. He, and, and notice people that received their healing and deliverance. Jesus would ask them a lot of times, what do you want? He wanted them to speak out their desire and so he they spoke it out and he would say you have it right and see he he used his words his authority he backed their work he backed their words when they said i want to see you got it you got your sight blind bartimaeus he wasn't blind anymore he was seeing 2020 bartimaeus right right are you listening to jesus backed his word what do you want a lot of people, you know, you come, sometimes, some people may come in prayer. What do you want? I don't know. Whatever God wants to give me. What if he wants to give you a whooping? <laughs> Is that what you want? 
<laughs> some chastisement, whatever God wants to give me. You, be, you better have some desire. If, I'm telling you, you better have, if you're going to get out of your problem, if you're going to get out of your sickness, you're going to get out of your vice, you better have a bigger desire than what that vice is trying to take you down on. Your desire has to grow that you will not allow anything to keep you from the best that God has for you. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? You've got to be so focused like blind Barmaeus that when he was standing there calling out to Jesus, people were telling him to be quiet. And said, the master doesn't want to talk to you. You know, they were, they were perceiving what they thought that Jesus was going to, you know, they, that Jesus was thinking. But Jesus said, come. And they said, oh, the master has favor on you. <laughs> we must have been wrong. <laughs> you know, most people are wrong. Most people don't know what they're talking about when they're trying to give you wise advice. But God's word is always true. And so she she received it. And the, and, and two of the keys is that she spoke it. If I touch the hem of the garment and then before she told it, she started telling. She told Jesus what happened. And what we need to do is that's how we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony, we tell it. We start telling people, hey, you may not be free yet, but you start telling people you're free. I'm free. I'm free from that. I'm free from this issue and I'm free from that issue. And you may still be dealing with it. You start speaking, you're free from it. Right? And when you start doing that, all of a sudden you're free. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? All of a sudden, the blessing and the promise catches up with your words. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? See, you're not hearing a lot of this preaching a lot of times uh, in in lots of other churches. I hear hear people, oh yeah, I go to that church and there's a funeral every week. Not at Exceed Life Church. Because if there's a funeral, we're going to resurrect some dead. I'm going to mess up a funeral, glory to God. Are you listening to what I'm saying? No funerals at Exceed Life Church. I forbid it. Nobody's dying in my church. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Why? Because we're going to resurrect you. You're not going to get out that easy. You're not going to get to heaven that easy. Forget about it. No, you got to stay down here because you got some work to do. I'm telling you, there's a harvest coming in. And that harvest, we're getting prepared for that harvest. Right now, you may say, can God do anything here? Yes, he can. And he's going to do it it, uh, through me. And he's going to do it through you. There's going to be lines of people trying to get into this place. Mark my words. And people are going to be trying to get in. They want, it's going to be so filled up. And my brother John's going to say, we've got to find another place. We've got to find another place. <laughs> Thomas is going to be running around. Oh, okay, get this ready. Get that ready. <laughs> now, you know, now, right now, we're like, um. <laughs> but just wait. <laughs> just wait. <laughs> it's going to happen. There's prophecies on this church. There's visions that people are having. I'm telling you, God is moving. Glory to God. I'm telling you, we're growing into Christ-likeness. We're growing into the calling that God has for us. Do you believe it? Say, I'm growing into the greatness 
of God. I'm growing in Christ-likeness. I'm set free from every bondage in Jesus' name. Did you receive it today? Let's bow our heads in prayer. Father, I just praise you today. And I just thank you, Father God, that we are moving higher in you. And Father God, I thank you, Lord, that maybe there's people here that's dealing with issues, but that is a temporary status. Maybe those people online, maybe you're dealing with situations and issues. Maybe you haven't made Jesus the Lord of your life. Today is the day of salvation, the Bible says. And confessing the Lordship of Jesus Christ will bring you into every good thing that God has for you. So I want to encourage you, if you've never uh, asked Jesus into your heart, you never made a proclamation, a confession of your faith, do it right now. And it will usher you out of darkness into God's glorious light. So say this and meet it in your heart. Say, dear God, I believe Jesus, you died on the cross for my sins. Jesus, I believe you were raised from the dead for my justification. Today, I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. Thank you for saving me. And Heavenly Father, fill me with your Holy Spirit. Empower me to live for you. In Jesus' name, amen. We thank you for listening to this message. For more information, visit us at exceedlifechurch.org.